You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Aloha! Welcome to the Full 90 Soccer Time Podcast. Look at me. It's oh. such a beautiful day in Seattle that I have to say things like aloha, apparently. Wow. It's our weekly look at the Seattle Sounders FC and a whole lot of other unnecessary things to talk about. <laughs> and MLS! There we go. We're your hosts. I'm from Mornings on 107.7 The End. I'm Gregor. Hi there. He's been in the locker room on the pitch and working the stats booth at Lumen Field and making funny faces from the sidelines, sometimes doing social media for the Sounders. He's sexy, skanking Brandon. Now with proof. I, I found a video uh, from my from my brother's wedding last summer of me skanking. So well, I couldn't help it. The only thing I could look at was your your uh, your brother, Stephen, yeah. doing the um, doing the like the. <laughs> East Indian head bob. Yeah. In the in the, in the yeah. side. He's like having such a good time. It was probably his wedding to be it fair. It was his wedding, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so if good, you watch yeah. if you watch that video enough times, like you just notice something else because it's only a short video. It's only a few seconds long. And every yeah. time you watch it, you just notice something else. So like first you notice Steven's little head bob thing that he's got going on. And then you like watch again and you see my other brother that's got the crazy dreadlocks just be bopping in the background. And then you yeah. see just every single t- time you just see something new. So it's a it's a it's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, the poop swap in the background was pretty weird, but like that's oh, that's our other pod. Listen yeah, to yeah. Gregor's Nerd Talk Plus now wherever you get your podcasts. I, uh, I actually do want to encourage people to do that. We should add it to our list of links that we have. Yeah. Because it's a whole other forty five minutes every week that we do dedicated to being ridiculous about nerd stuff. So yeah. It's just like this, only talking about whale dicks and stuff like that. I mean, it, <laughs> which we've talked about on this show too. So it's just like this. Yeah, so it's without, exactly like this. It's just, without the soccer, less yeah. soccer and more us pretending like we know anything. Yeah, 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 exactly. So that's cool. Hey, yeah. if you could do us a quick solid and click on through to Apple Podcasts, give us a rating. Definitely five stars. Or 69, but primarily leave us a comment. We just want to know your favorite ever Seattle Sounders FC player. Yeah, from Yamar Gomez to Hercules Gomez, whose birthday it is today, actually. Hey, happy birthday, Herc. Yeah. That's cool. I um I listened to him on the Men and Blazers podcast the other day before the before the um, CONCACAF stuff, yeah. the, uh, qualifying for the thing. And he was like, he, I like that he like burns on U.S. soccer a lot. That's yeah. pretty cool. He's not, he's, he's not a team player for it, even though he was literally a team player for it. A team yeah. player for it. Yeah. All right, this week the we won on the road. Sounders FC take on the – no, wait, that was the last match. This is an MLS. This week the Sounders beat New York City at home. Now they have to beat them on the road for both teams. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. good. Hey, visit us at full90podcast.com to get all our links, including to our spicy OnlyFans action. Hey, did that drop off? Did OnlyFans, is that like not a thing anymore? I don't see it nearly as much. Uh, I think it's definitely it's definitely still a thing. Uh, 
I, I hear. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, it's definitely still a thing. Yeah, yeah, Let yeah. Me you tell can definitely you. find pictures of my wiener on there. Let me tell Take you. it from me. It's definitely still a thing. No, I but seriously, for me, so I can have new content. Yeah, I pay those. I pay. I pay those orca penis dollars, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> orca fans. <Sorry. laughs> so hop on to our to our website full 90s the podcast.com full90podcast.com uh, or majorleaguesoccer.com dot com. Dot com. yeah <laughs> yeah so uh, that's up for renewal so yeah we're we gonna keep that one yeah i mean it's i don't i i have 80 dollars to my name for a week but we should definitely i should definitely pay 12 dollars to keep that going right yeah i'm sure your wife will understand <laughs> oh she has her own money she's smart she's like there's Lori money and gregor money and they are separate things <laughs> i feel like we need to bring Lori money onto uh the podcast though because i saw today uh that she texted you about her favorite thing about dick the hall ball <laughs> dick the whole ball <laughs> dick the whole ball <laughs> voice to text malfunction find it on my instagram at hey gregor you make a good point maybe we could get some of that Lori money going because like you just sent me a picture of Ballard FC and yeah. their badass new kit that they're their secondary kit, which is like basically the sun setting over Ballard, sponsored by Rubens. Yeah. If you could just make uh, Rubens Brewing, if you could just make that into a shirt, that's what you got. So maybe we get like Auto Text by Lori as yeah. our as our sponsor yeah. for this, and we run no, ads dude, for we her. We got to get those turd nerds. <laughs> if New York City FC can have dude wipes. Then 100%. the sound actually. So we've talked on this show before about how we um, Spokane, where I live, is getting yeah. a USL two team, I believe. Um, OK, so you're already playing in the number two division. Go and get yeah. the turd nerds, which is a yeah. local plumbing company. Uh, go and get the turd nerds to be your kit sponsor. Absolutely. Then you play against Ballard FC, and they've got the, <laughs> they've got like a cool badass like brewery, and then you've yeah. got a un unpoop your drain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, what was it? It was like the the duty duty drain. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if you've got a duty do drain, call the turd nerds. <laughs> My God. Yeah. Yeah, but hey, good good for uh, Ballard FC. They're the best. That's super cool, and I'm happy for Lamar Nagel, their yeah. head coach, and whatever his role is, I can't remember, but yeah, uh, pretty badass. So yeah, we'll get we'll get some like auto autocorrect or voice to text by Lori sponsorship for the for the show. Maybe run a commercial at some point. Got to get that Lori money. Oh man, I can only imagine how embarrassed she would be if I made her record a commercial for it. It would be incredible. Uh, I, I just want to—I want to get Lori saying "hot garbage." Hot garbage. Oh yeah, that shouldn't be possible. Shouldn't be possible. That, that shouldn't, shouldn't be possible. Be possible. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? I have to pay her with Gregor money, and the conversion rate to Lori money is basically half a new who. How many skin hair skincare products will this buy me? Not even one. Get out of here. <laughs> Yeah. Stop spending money on stuff that you're just going to send to Brandon ultimately anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, anyway, last night, big result, the Cup of CONCACAF Champions League. A 3-1, Is it was it semi or quarterfinal? I can't uh, semifinal. The winner of this of this two-legged affair, which is one less legs than my dog has, yeah. uh, goes to one fewer legs, I suppose. Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, goes to the, the CONCACAF, Cup of CONCACAF Cup final. So pretty big deal for two American teams to uh, compete to see who gets to lose to a Mexican team in the final. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm just looking up. Do you know who's in the other in the other semis? Yeah, it's Pumas versus 
another team from Mexico. Kitsap Pumas are yeah, that the Kitsap Pumas are playing on the other side of the bracket. So, uh, no, it's Pumas and somebody else. It is yeah. Pumas versus another team that I'm still looking up. So it looks like to me, like you watch that Sounders match, and I feel like either of the MLS squads actually, if they played the way they did last night, I know that. NYC, NYCFC couldn't get it done, but like yeah. they didn't look bad either. They just had some like there's you see that. Let me just put it this way: they, you see the potential there. If they get a few passes together and they get Maxi Morales out there on the pitch, like they're going to be trouble for any. No wonder they won MLS Cup. And boy, it was good to see Schmetzer congratulating whatever their coach's name is on beating Portland. I think it's, that's it's such. I feel like it's something that. Uh, we know that Schmetz is as big of a fan as anybody as he is the coach of the team, right? Like, yeah. We know that he is born and raised in Seattle and loves this club and has been involved with the club since almost since its inception, right? Since uh, the 80s, at least. Yeah. So to have somebody like him... Uh, I just I just think about like the revolving door that is a lot of coaching positions in a lot of other leagues in the world and about how yeah. you get a coach in and coach out and like, yay, now Antonio Conte is our coach again. But like, hey, he's in it because it's a job and it, it means as much to his reputation as it does to this club's reputation, right? Yeah, he's not out there supporting the uh, club that's traditionally t- has roots to the Jewish community. That's not why right. he's doing it. Right. Yeah, and so like if a- you get if you get like these these coaches who come in and talk about how they understand the rivalry and oh this is a big game and blah 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 it's not until you're like a Jurgen Klopp that's been in Liverpool for X amount of years where you fully start to understand the the rivalry with Manchester United or something like that right Schmetzer feels this rivalry probably more than anybody else in the Sounders fandom and goes up takes like from a professionalism standpoint goes up to another head coach in this league imagine how weird it must be to be that other coach and be like you're welcome i guess like yeah. Spencer goes up and says thanks that was awesome we were all so excited for you guys you have another <laughs> head coach for a team coming up and saying like hey not not congrats for winning but thanks for winning yeah. uh, i i don't know i think it's like such a fun like aspect of the fandom uh, yeah. that that Schmetzer has to be able to like go up and and put the the coach aside and just be the fan for a second yeah and also it's like cool, how'd you get your body in such good shape so that you could dance in your underwear after because I'm definitely trying to do that this year <laughs> I I want him to not get in shape and still do that <laughs> just just dad I want Sounders to win and I want daddy guns 60... daddy guns yeah, Schmetz. Dad... <laughs> 69 <laughs> How about that? Uh, we've got to talk about the actual soccer here for a second. And yeah. it starts with that uh, extra super speedy Jordan Morris, huh? Man. That shaved head. My God, I thought he could have he could go full Orca he's and just jump, he's <laughs> swim it up and then pounce out and tail he's, whip it in. God. Yeah, he's he's more aerodynamic. Maybe that's what the, the Obviously. shaved head comes up to. Um, the, he, so maybe he's more like a fin whale, which is the fastest whale uh, of the cetacean species. Uh, they are called sometimes, uh, sometimes the greyhounds of the sea, the fin whale. So if Jordan Morris was a whale, this week's question of the week. <laughs> if Jordan <laughs> Morris was a whale, the answer is fin whale. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, no, you know what? It's it's crazy because like, um, we talked a little bit about him playing for the national team and about how he 
you know, coming back from his second ACL tear uh, in, in when he was on loan in Swansea and, and, and coming back from that and just not looking himself. I don't, I don't feel like I've seen him really looking himself since he's been back. This match was the first time where I feel like I watched Jordan Morris be peak Jordan Morris, just running, running by guys. Like there was one, the first goal that Rusnak scored, he had an overlapping run down on the right where I was like, play that ball, play that ball. And then he didn't play the ball. He took an extra touch and just scooped it into the path of Rusnak who scored. And I was like, oh, right. Yeah, you're paid to do this. And I'm uh, terrible at FIFA. So that's why I would never be able to, <laughs> to do that thing. Um, but ugh, what a game. Uh, and and plus that harem just makes him look like immediately badass. <laughs> He's... It's way more efficient. He's going for the Jason Statham or whatever, and it's, it's working out for him, right? Um, yeah, this is the first time that in a while now that you see kind of the full Sounders squad back together yeah. with Lodero and Rui Diaz, and there's a guy outside your window, and I'm really weirded out by it. Whoa, he's gone. That's Josh. Um, him and his guys are moving a bunch of drywall into my basement right now. Oh, killer. Yeah. Anyway, um, you see... Uh, yeah, you see the first time that the full squad is kind of back together, and boy, does it make a huge difference. But you've added this extra piece to it. This uh, Rusnak is here, um, and that guy is supposed to, it was heralded as being like the biggest, you know, offseason free agency signing in the league or whatever, maybe in the history in of the, the history league. In the history of the of, league, yeah. Yeah, and like... He showed up and he hasn't really done much and suddenly you start building these pieces around him and everyone kind of came together and lit up at the same time. Sounders spent the whole week really ramping up the hype around CONCACAF Champions League and we've heard about, we've talked about it before with Garth making it a priority, but the Sounders were really interested in getting a huge buzz about it, talking to all, well, almost all the media about it <laughs> and, um, and being able to really um, take advantage of building some hype and 30,000 people showing up and it was like yeah. a it was a lot of fun but all that aside you see these four five like big names on the field at the same time I'm talking Jordan Morris, yeah. Raul Ruiz Diaz, Joao Paulo, Nico Ladero and now Rusnak you put them all out there at the same same time and it's like that's a really formidable squad to the point where you mentioned it last week. Yeah. Where do they all fit in together? It's it's funny cuz like the the matches that we've seen so far where Rusnak and Ladero are on the field at the same time. It almost seems like um, it's you have two guys that want to play in the same spot, and so they're kind of taking away opportunities from each other. They didn't quite figure out how to gel. I think in this match, what you saw was them starting to finally figure out. I, it, part of that is playing with Raul Ruiz Diaz up top, like actually having a central striker to take some of the focal points. So, like what Rusnak can come on and do is like allow Ladero to play the traditional number ten role and like quarterback passes left and right, and not have to feel like he has to run around the pitch getting fouled uh, in order to chase the game down, basically, because that's what Ladero is known for is just kind of hustle. Right. Like yeah. he's like the opposite of what Freddie Montero was criticized for forever, which was not running, not tracking back, not defending. Ladero is all over the field. It's 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 the reason that he for the last few seasons has been the most fouled player in MLS is because he is just putting himself in the position all of the time to be fouled. Uh, and to try to get on the ball with Rusnak there, you can take, you can alleviate some of that from him. And then you have Rui Diaz up front. It's, this is the first game. I believe that you've been able to get as much time out of those three guys while also having Jordan Morris, Christian Roldan, Jao Paulo, and, and being able to have all of those guys play together 
and and see like yeah they might not be sharp quite yet they might not be a hundred percent on each other's wavelength uh quite yet however you can see like kind of the tendrils of what's going to be hopefully the one of the most i don't know insane formidable attacks in this league uh in in mls right now you just like new york city didn't know how to deal with it they they would try to watch jordan morris but then you've got three other players yeah plus Christian Roldan that you have to deal with, right? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's I just and I didn't like even they mention, collapse around one and don't know what to do. Yeah, and I didn't even mention the Roldans. Like, Christian Roldan, easily the most valuable player last night in terms of he was involved in everything, and his brother was the hockey assist king along with him. So it was like, yeah, the other teams trying to line up against Seattle, you're going to have to try and hope to beat them on formation problems. When New Who comes back yeah. also... Like so now, I feel like you're kind of like you're playing the five at the back is kind of dead because you've brought in Rusnak and he's starting. He'll start to deliver hopefully now, and so where like at some point you see Rui Diaz playing out wide and trying to make something happen from the outside end, which is unheard of. Yeah, there's a lot of congestion up top. The Sounders are just going to have to be full of offense, kind of moving from here on out. It's I crazy. Mean, I mean, last year at the beginning of the season, and maybe this is where Jordan Morris is pulling uh, some of his shaved head inspiration from, was mm. at the beginning of the season, we had Brad Bradsmith as the team's leading goal scorer uh, <laughs> with three goals for in the first four matches or something like that. Uh, Jordan Morris said, I saw that bald guy and will... I won't go full bald, but he's 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 got the the what what's American history X cut going. <laughs> God. That's called a skinhead brand. Yeah, 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 he's gonna go uh curb stomp. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> like Maxi Morales. <laughs> None of that is going to happen. We do not stand by no, that. No, we don't stand by it, no, but that's that the analysis. That's the um now now the th- the thing is is that the Sounders got a lot of play out of their out of their wingbacks in previous seasons. Having Brad yeah. Bradsmith running up the left, having uh, Alex Roldan or or was it a uh, um, Jovan Jones, for instance, or or some of those players uh, at the wingback position, always wanting to get forward, always wanting to play and whip crosses in. So New who? you play four at the back. Uh, and you see it, still see some wing play from Alex Roldan last night. Like, just I wanted to make a, a mention of the fact that Alex Roldan and Christian Roldan playing together is like they're they're very on the same wavelength. Like the yeah. they share a DNA, and it's watching them play together yesterday. They were flowing, and the chemistry between the two of them led to two of the goals, and. I think led ended up almost leading to a penalty where uh, a guy got kicked in the nards. So, <laughs> man, that was that was brutal, dude. I I was really actually honestly surprised to see the penalty given because mm-hmm. it the getting kicked in the in the nuts. You're talking about on the penalty, right? Yeah, yeah, on yeah. Uh, on uh, Rui Diaz yeah. <laughs> getting just getting his uh, beanbag knocked around a little bit. Yeah. Um, I expected that since he fell and the ball was already gone and he lost possession. I was like, oh, that's going to be an off-ball foul and they're not going to give a penalty. It won't overturn it with the way that the ref's been letting it play. But then he called it and I was, I, I just couldn't believe that that's where we were at and that it happened. I think once he went to the monitor, I was like, okay, he's going, he has to call it at this point. But I was, I, I was surprised that he went to the monitor at all. The way that, what do you think about, like, we haven't even talked about the refereeing in this match. The... 
there was a time where it seemed like there was an obvious foul that a Sounders player committed on one side and it ran to the other side. And then Christian Roldan, who had a decent attacking opportunity, this is kind of earlier in the game, uh, was very obviously fouled. And then it almost seemed like they played advantage to where he was fouled again. But none of these fouls were called by the referee. And then some really soft foul happens on the other side of the field and, and it gets called. Like it, I don't think the first yellow card came out until... Jackson Reagan got one like in the 75th minute or something like that. Um, It seemed like there was just, I I don't, I don't know. I don't want to bag on the refs too much because uh, he gave that penalty, like made the big decision when he needed to. But um, I, I had a fear of that game and, and the, the reason I'm saying it is because it brings me into how is the final against a Mexican team going to be refereed. I had a fear in that game that it was going to get out of control. Thankfully, the Sounders dominated, and there was not a lot yeah. of, I think, frustration there that things could really peak and kind of boil over the way that they can in a much closer game. But you go into a match against uh, a CONCACAF, another CONCACAF side, not necessarily Dude. another MLS side. We know how those games can get. We know how Brad Evans, uh, if he's on the field, can rile up a goalkeeper <laughs> and uh or anybody else on the other team so you know i don't know you heard it here first brad evans to come out of retirement <laughs> for CONCACAF i wonder i wonder what part of the refing how weird it must be i don't know where that ref normally he's from he's, Me- a, he's from mexico i don't know if I knew that's that. where he referees yeah but yeah, i'm not sure if he's a liga mx yeah. or whatever but um the two mls sides play to kind of an mls standard which is you know, whatever that is, whatever that looks like. And so a ref that lets them play, it didn't, they professionally didn't allow themselves to let it get out of control. I think both of them also have the regular season in mind and it's like, maybe you're not going to go as crazy, but you, you come up against a CONCACAF side and you see how either they all become paper dolls and get flipped over with the smallest of sneezes or whatever, or they're out there leg breaking tackles. Like it's getting kicked in the nuts. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I, that's fascinating. I wonder if how the refing versus the league made a difference there. Yeah. And I, I, I have that same thought because it it did seem like a lot of fouls were kind of let go. It kind of seemed like there were a couple of dives where even the player that dove didn't get the call but they got up and just kind of kept going on without any, you know, sort of protest or anything like that. And in those kinds of situations, I would I would have liked to see the, the referee, like, stop the game and be like, no, you obviously dove. I didn't call it for a reason, you know, like, we've talked about that before. The, the referee in the Galaxy versus Sounders game uh, a few weeks ago gave a yellow for that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I was more worried at some point that somebody was going to get a leg broken, uh, and if knew who had been on the pitch, I think that that he would have probably been the perpetrator <laughs> <laughs> via bicycle kick. <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I've got a big question about Raul Ruiz Diaz. He, to me, has not figured out his way back yet. He hasn't figured out how to where his place is in all of this, yeah. or his sharpness isn't there, or his match fitness. I know it's the first full or close to full game we see him play, 
but he's out there while some of the other guys. Jordan Morris is the star of this team right now, yeah. and it, of course, it, Lodero. Ramon, yeah. And Lodero puts in a shift, no doubt, and he's just coming back. And uh, Rusnak hasn't quite figured out his role yet, but Jordan Morris all of a sudden is you know on fire here. He was the man of the match in uh, Minnesota, despite his goal being an own goal that <laughs> that got called an own goal, and and then the Joe Paulo banger was the literal definition of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's good to see Jordan Morris is kind of like the veteran talent out there right now that's got it firing. Well, th- Do you worry or like where are you at with Rui Diaz and his performance? In so the you last- remember last season, Rui Diaz was on track at least for a while to compete for the Golden Boot to score the most goals in the league. He had something like yeah. 17 goals in the league. Yeah. Um, then we go into the off season where there's a question about whether or not he's even going to stay with the Sounders and whether yeah. or not they were going to let him walk uh, and go. It looked like we thought everybody thought he was going to go to a uh, Liga MX team and go play in Mexico again, which is uh, where the Sounders had signed him from. So then he gets injured and we don't get to see a lot of him in the beginning parts of this season. And so I think that there's a lot of questions there just because of the fact that it seems like it's been a while since we watched Rui Diaz perform. Like even down the last, the end of the stretch last season, he didn't really seem to continue the momentum that he had at the beginning and the middle of the season, right? Like he didn't win the golden boot. He kind of just stopped scoring as many goals. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to take time. I'm excited to see what he does as the tip of the spear of this attack with Rusnak and Jordan Morris, like a fully healthy Jordan Morris, Nicola Darrow, who didn't play like half the season last season, right? Like being able to play in front of a fully functional uh, and the Sounders first choice starting attack. So I, somebody said it well, I think uh, uh, it was Jeremiah Oshan said online, it's really good to see these guys back. Uh, they looked they looked great. They did not look sharp. Fitness yeah. is there. The sharpness is not. That sharpness can only come with more playing time, which fitness is required for. So, you know, they get they get a couple of these types of matches under their belt. They get a you know a nice week long rest between this three to one victory uh, over New York before they go play in New Jersey against New York next <laughs> week. Uh, I think that the. I mean, I'm hoping that just that week allows the team to get more sharpness in training, uh, actually playing together, uh, and get another match under their belts. Yeah, it's weird. There could easily be another MLS match this weekend to help get them some minutes on the pitch or whatever, but also it's like beneficial to have more time off again. So it's like I'm kind of split between the two mindsets that I want these guys out there you know, not just scrimmaging, but actually getting time on the field. Well, and but. on top of that, we're dealing with injuries to Nuhu, to Yamar, and wanting to get those guys back on the pitch. Yeah. Uh, and all of this is like, we haven't even said Leo Chu's name once in this entire conversation. Obed Vargas, who got some minutes last night as well, like these are guys that can help out this attack and, and can plug in when Rui Diaz and whoever else is, is dropping off for whatever injury or whatever, you know, national team time away that's going to come up this, this season. Season. like the Sounders have the depth that a lot of other teams are good like Will Bruin even <laughs> like this Sounders attack can be ridiculous I think that that sharpness needs to happen uh, but the fitness has to come first I think part of the problem is is that again you don't see Rui Diaz with a ton of touches yeah and so like once they got that guy out your window is killing me it's amazing <laughs> like I've been watching him the whole t- he's been there the whole time it's yeah. so crazy um there's just a man that's 
there's like a window in the very corner of Brandon's shot here. And Do you want like, me to get him a, on? Should I see what Josh thinks about? Uh... <laughs> hey, Josh, just hold that out. Hold the microphone out the yeah. window and be like, "What do you think of them sounders?" And be yeah. like, "Football's for." <laughs> <laughs> uh, he would not say football, though. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> it's called soccer. Actually, um, Josh is a very uh, enlightened individual uh, for a contractor working in Spokane. Hi. I enjoy chatting oh. with him and okay. hanging out with him. So, well, uh, this guy. this segment brought to you by Josh. <laughs> Do we got any of that Josh money? Is that a? <laughs> He's, is he making as much as Lori money? How many new who's do you make, Josh? <laughs> Does he know any turd nerds? Like, can we? Dude, that that dude probably does know the turd nerds. Similar industry. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm curious to see what happens when you start when you get Jordan out on the bombing down the sides, and when you start like, not that the Sounders didn't do it in the in this Concacaf match, but like when the defenses have to account for. Old school three at the front, like like AYSO soccer, where yeah. you're playing like three fullbacks, three halfbacks, and three forwards, and you've got Rui Diaz at the top of that, and with a Rusnak and a Ladero being able to weave stuff in. Gosh, man, that's gonna be that's gonna be something. I talk, think that he's in for potentially a good season if he if he gets his fitness. We'll talk about the amount of the the lack of touches that Rui Diaz got in the match. The one that sticks out to me, because I'm sitting here trying to remember, like he had a couple clear-cut chances that he should have put away. But the one touch that I remember from the match was that ridiculous cross to a from the outside because he was playing on the outside so he could get it more involved in the match um, he had that ridiculous cross to the center where it looked like it was just a bad cross until all of a sudden a sprinting Jordan Morris uh, appeared in the middle and was able to uh, able to get a, a header on goal which was saved I believe it, I, it didn't go in I don't remember if, I think it was on target uh, but a, a beautiful beautiful cross uh, from him that it's it's nice to see that if he's not scoring goals he can contribute other ways. I feel so dumb. I thought you meant his new his new tattoo cross. <laughs> his new cross. <laughs> Maybe that's dude. Sounders. Wait, what's that out of here? Oh, oh no! Come on now. No. It's a new neck tat. <laughs> Maybe that's what's keeping him down, man. We've we've both we both have tattoos, and I, I'm pretty sure that one of the takeaways after a tattoo appointment is that you're not supposed to do any sort of heavy, uh, strenuous workout or lifting after uh, after you get new new ink on your body. And so maybe that's what Raul Ru- Raul Diaz is worried about is that he has this new neck tat and yeah. uh, taking it easy. He's just trying to take it easy because he gets too veiny in that old neck, then he's gonna just start <laughs> spurting out in the shape of whatever. Uh, uh, Dios mio uh, saying that he has on his neck. You do it. You say spurting out, and then you do a little hand signal, and then the spurt out goes to your contractor's head. Oh. <laughs> so it's like spurt it out right onto Josh. Yeah, yeah, he's sorry, Josh. Don't worry. Okay, so next week on a Wednesday, is Seattle Sounders FC on a plane to New Jersey, probably via Newark, and not to the Big Apple, but instead to the to the Dirt, little, dirty stem. Little apple. What's, it? The, <laughs> What's the, the, not to the big apple, but to the s- small pear. To the I, compost. The, to the, the compost, compost heap. Yeah. Of New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> there are parts of New Jersey that I'm sure are lovely, but oh, yeah. yeah. It's so the joke there is that NYCFC, because of the Major League Baseball season starting, NYCFC can't play at their home stadium because of a conflict with the MLB. 
in Seattle, we would just do whatever we needed to take care of the Seahawks and then leave everyone else stranded with it. Or like, now we're going to leave the uprights in. Sorry. Like, if yeah. you want to play here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there will be a match on the road. Instead, uh, they'll be at Red Bull Arena instead of the home of the Yankees, right? Is that, yeah, is that right? yeah. so they play at Yankee Stadium primarily. They've been yeah. in this huge situation trying to find um, a, a, a location in the city, in the city of New York, in order to build a stadium. Yeah. Apparently, that's really hard. Um, and so, and what they're doing instead is that they're playing at their rivals stadium. And one of the things that New York City had on New York Red Bulls for the longest time was that they actually played in New York City, where the New York Red Bulls, who call themselves the New York Red Bulls, are more like the New Jersey Red Bulls. Yeah. Or the so, uh, it's, it's. Hey, do you fu- think that's a? Do you think that's a a New York? Issue or like a, like at the team's issue, or do you think that Red Bull was unwilling to sponsor a team out of New Jersey? <laughs> they I were like, no, no, I think you're calling it New York, or we're not doing this. It's like the Jets. Don't the Jets play in New Jersey as well? I think it's just like you're. It's still like even the part of New Jersey that they're playing in. They're playing in like the greater New York uh, metropolitan area, right? Like, yeah, uh, it's like MetLife it's Stadium. Like me it's- saying that I'm from Seattle, uh, even though I'm from Maple Valley. It's East Rutherford, New Jersey, but so this is, but the New York Jets and the New York Giants play at MetLife, right? Oh, I thought just don't they? No, I don't know. I yeah, I don't know. It it would make sense to me. Now, the um, I'm not gonna like. Yeah, MetLife. Yeah, they share it. I'm not gonna try to like disparage a team too much for stadium issues because like the Sounders famously had uh, terrible turf for a match once because Amazon held a Quidditch tournament there the night before. Um, We have been to a playoff match where a car show made it so that you couldn't use half of the concourse. So, like, the Sounders literally hosted motocross, uh, like, a week ago, or Lumen Field literally hosted motocross, like, a week or two ago. So, like, it's, it's... Far be it from me to say that your stadium issues are worse than ours. Um, but hold on, though. We're also talking the the baseline for this, though, is that the is that NYCFC plays in the outfield of Yankee Stadium. Yeah, on like, yeah. is it is it technically square on the corners, or is it like is it a trapezoid? It's like watching. It's like when you watch an MLS match versus going and watching any other match, like in the Premier League or something. Like the size of the pitch is rough. It's always the same length, yeah. roughly, but different uh, widths, and and yeah. usually much wider in international play and in uh most other international leagues like baseball yeah like it just like baseball there's like a there's some conforming parts of the of the field and then some not conforming parts new york city fc probably has the narrowest pitch that isn't played on some mountainside in tibet like in the (laughs) world Yeah, there's kids that play like without shoes and like a place behind the factory that have like a bigger surface to play on than NYCFC. It'll be, I'm surprised that they can't play at like MetLife or something like that. I don't know any of the details about it. I don't know why they don't play at like a a local college stadium or play at like a. Uh, a large, you know, like the Sounders, I imagine if behind something a similar, factory in yeah, with no shoes. There you go. I <laughs> I feel like if something similar were to happen to the Sounders, they would just find a way to just beef up Starfire uh, or just sell less tickets. Like it sucks, it sucks. But you're gonna go play somewhere like Starfire. You're gonna go play 
Um, well, I think the like, Sounders could also knock on the door of the Huskies and sure, be like, hey, can exactly. we come use yeah, that? Great, or... great call. Yeah. yeah. They're not going to go play in Portland. Uh, they're not going to go play in Vancouver. Uh, you play at PSU. Yeah, <laughs> <Just> like... <laughs> go all the way, go all the way to Portland, but play at the College Stadium there and not the MLS Stadium that they have. Where does Seattle U play? Do they do they play on campus? Seattle, I think they do. Yeah. They might. They could. I mean, the Sounders could realistically also go in and play at Memorial Stadium or something. Yeah, yeah. So oh, that would I think be awesome. I think the turf condition is something that you have to think about um, with wherever you go play. I think Memorial Stadium might not make the cut there. Um, Listen, you're telling the guy that suggested they play in the dirt without shoes behind a factory. <laughs> okay, like well, yeah, that, <laughs> these that, are not that's considerations. Not turf, so you don't have about. to worry about the turf condition. <laughs> 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 Anyway, I think that uh, it's. I'm surprised that they don't go and like play at Rutgers or go play at NYU yeah. or some other team, right? I don't know. You go to the closest. Does NYU have a facility? I don't, I don't even know. know. I don't know I, anything about New York. There? I've never been there. Ask, oh, ask, what? No, I've been to New York once. I've just never been to any like. Uh, we actually did this podcast while you were in New York one oh, time we from did. your hotel room. Yeah, we did. Um, ask Lori Money. She's been to New York a lot, right? Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll ask Lori. Lori, big money. Yeah. <laughs> what I almost said big Lori money, but she would not go for that. She's a she's a tiny little thing. So she's a really uh, little person. New York City FC versus Seattle Sounders FC Wednesday, six p.m. The Sounders are up one three from New York's perspective. That was three a weird one. Way to say that. Yeah. And the aggregate. Well, when they play at New York, the sure. score is one three. So it's. But whatever, it's a three to one um, series right now, and so we need to see. Uh, you'll need to see just a decent, either a decent off a defensive performance from Seattle, or just like a balls out attacking performance. Which, based on the last forty minutes of talking, it seems like that could be a really good potential. Do you? Do you? Would you prefer to see the Sounders mm-hmm. go for a shutout and prevent uh, realist? So New York City got the away goal. Um, so do the Sounders go for the shutout, try to defend and protect themselves because the only way that New York can go through is by scoring two goals? Or do you try to see the Sounders go try to get their away goal so that they the only way that New York can win is to score three or more? Yeah, I, dude, I don't give a crap about the CONCACAF Champions League. It doesn't matter to me at all. So I am all in. Uh, 50 goals like just go for it like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't care if it ends 50 to 48 if yeah. the sounders are on the 50 side great yeah i just want i want Rui diaz to come alive i want seattle to use this as an opportunity to like run some weird offenses or to figure out where yeah. the players fit together they obviously are prior, prioritizing it much differently than i am yeah. but like just go man get it just like get some goals and let's see what happens and like if you get a lead, then sub out some guys. Let's see some other guys get some time. Let's see Will Bruin put a couple in, you know, or get hurt for the yeah. 600th time, yeah. poor guy. Yeah. Uh, I think personally, I'll take the Sounders going for it because traditionally when they try to batten down the defense and keep yeah. a team from scoring, that's usually when they give up the goals. So That's when uh, they, uh-uh-uh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you get a, a finger wag from Ariaga and yeah. a red card and three penalties and okay. Yeah. So, so Okay, well, yeah, then do I'm me a favor. Do me a favor, take a look into your crystal Pepsi ball, swirling effervescence, and tell me, what do you see for NYC FC versus Seattle Sounders FC? Seattle Sounders. Seattle Sounders. Gosh. There's a place that my buddy used to go to called Sea Seattle's uh, Sounders. There we go. Yeah. Um, 
for Wednesday, 6 p.m. on the 13th. What do you see the NYCFC Seattle Sounders matchup? Oh gosh, the, the just the C is just like stuck in my head now. Like I feel like the I'm just going to start saying C C C C C. Um, I I think the Sounders will go in and try to attack. I don't yeah. see them being able to keep a clean sheet uh, yeah. with the defense the way that it's been. I'm going to say Sounders one, New York City one, which means that the Sounders do advance uh, on aggregate. Don't even need away goals at that point. Okay, I'm going to say that. It's going to look real good for Seattle, and it'll be a they'll be leading three one again going into the second half, and they'll actually walk away with a three two final oh. in Seattle's favor. Wow, that would I think ter- it's going to like I'll, I'll be terrified, and my heart will uh, probably do uh, like a three p.m. coffee when Gregor drinks it. I <laughs> oh, like today. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, um. <laughs> In case you, uh, this podcast was just too long and you didn't listen, it's too long, didn't listen. Too long, didn't listen, Brandon. Uh, too long, didn't listen. Lori makes more money than Gregor. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go to the taxes, which I don't do because she handles them. So, you know, because of Lori Big Money. Because so. <laughs> Lori Big Money. She actually needs to do the taxes. Uh, too long, didn't listen. We have five superstars on this on this team right now. And maybe six. Maybe if you add both rolled ons and if you bring in a new who... This is the best Sounders squad that I can think of in a long time. It's crazy good. Yeah. Too, how about well, how about you, Brandon? Too long didn't listen. <sighs> Too long didn't listen. Um, Brian Schmetzer needs to hit the gym before he dances in his tidy whities. <laughs> what do we say, Dad Bod Schmetz sixty nine? Yeah, Daddy Bod. Daddy Bod. <laughs> Daddy guns. Daddy, Was it Daddy guns? <laughs> yeah, Daddy guns. Daddy gun sixty nine. <laughs>